10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit 2summitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Hi there, Elaine Addison here, and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast, where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too, and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. Hi everyone, Elaine here. I've got with me a lovely, lovely lady with me today, and that is Kerry Swift, who's the owner of Beam Recruit. So hi, Kerry, lovely to have you here. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is exciting. And I know you said this is your first podcast, so that's always exciting when it's people's first podcast. So we'll be very gentle with you. Very gentle. Be kind, be kind (laughs) to me. Absolutely. Of course, of course. So I really just sort of jump into the first question, really. So my first question to to you is, we've all got a reason why we started our business. So what was yours, Kerry? So I think hitting the big 4-0 a few years ago was a bit of a reflective time for me. I wasn't scared about being 40. I embraced it. And it was quite a reflective time. All my working career, I'd work for big agencies, multinational agencies. And I always had to toe the company line. And you could say I was never truly being myself in the world of work. So if I go back to my son when he was younger, he was always the first in nursery, always the last out, always asking, Mum, why can't you pick me up from school? And I think I missed quite a lot of his early years. But I'd always accepted that's just the way I had to be. I had quite a traditional view. I needed a steady income salary and that's the way it was going to be but I think two years ago I had a light bulb moment and I just thought that's it I'm going to do it Mm. took the plunge I set up beam I've got nearly 20 years in the industry and I thought if I I can't do it I'm never going to be able to do it so if you want to say what made me start my business it's got to be my family yeah I want to be a really big I want to be a strong role model for my son I want him to be proud of me. I want him to think, don't give up. And I also want to truly be myself in business because I think for the first time in 20 years, I can be that now, which I've never been able to be. So that's why. Oh, it's a marvellous thing to be able to say that, isn't it? Because there'll be probably people listening to this who think they may feel a little bit trapped in what they're doing. And, you know, it is, you know, taking that plunge is is a brave step. But then, as you say, it's just, you know, when you know, you know, it's the time, isn't it? You think if, you, if you're ready, everything's aligning, isn't it? Say so you're ready to do it and you, you clearly done that. And you're smiling away, so you're clearly loving what you're doing, it which is, is really it is, good. It is tra- trapped is the, is, the, is the good word. And that's how I felt was trapped, was there's no way out. There's no other way. Um, mm. But there is a way. And I think you've just got to sometimes just go for it and just do it. But... I've got the, a really supportive family and a wonderful husband and he'd hate me saying it because we're not 
we're not all lovey-dovey, but without without that support, <laughs> I couldn't be where I am. So I'm super yeah. grateful. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, well, I hope he listens into this then and can hear those <laughs> lovely words you said about him. <laughs> so obviously, when people buy from us or use our services, um, you know, they, they, they come because they're, um, they're looking for a solution or an outcome. So what, what sort of things do people come to you for? So I hear quite a lot. My clients will sometimes say, we're just not getting the right CVs, Kerry. It's just taking up too much of my time. We can't keep hold of staff. We keep losing staff. And I hear that quite a lot when people are recruiting. But I think the big starting point that we all forget about is the listening and the understanding bit first. Because I think we miss that. We jump for that too quickly. So the crucial bit, we need to get that right first before we start providing those solutions. Mm. So I think recruiting the wrong person into a business can just give you so many headaches and create so more problems so many problems in the long run so getting it right first time is so important mm. so here are some of the problems i come across on a regular basis yes. is we're not attracting and recruiting the right people we're not getting the right skill sets or personality fit i haven't got time to sift through volumes of applications i'm getting irrelevant cvs and why are applicants declining our job offers? There, there's quite a lot there, but they're the quite most common ones. They're the most common, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, how I can I think effectively, you know, get the, solve those problems mm. is a number of ways. Really, the first most important bit is getting to know the business, the culture, and the values. That's so important. Mm. I've got to understand that as a starting point. I've also got to manage expectations of my clients as well because sometimes their expectations is not reality of what they're going to get. I also think of building long-term relationships with honesty is so important mm-hmm. because without that honesty element, I'm not going to be able to provide that solution. And I think having the amount of years expertise in the market that I've got, I think that helps as well. And then the final bit, which a lot of agencies miss or people miss is knowing your candidates as well Mm. and treating your candidates with equal respect as you do your clients because that's the crucial bit to it is knowing your candidates knowing what they're looking for knowing what's the right fit for them Mm. and I think without that missing piece I think that's where it can go wrong so that's how I provide those solutions I think well, I think you've summed that up perfectly. I mean, from someone I, I don't have a lot of knowledge at all uh, or expertise around recruiting, uh, but to me, what you said makes perfect sense, isn't it? Because it is, it's get marrying the parties together in the right way, isn't it? And if it's if it's not a good fit all round, it's not going to work, is it? So that no, sounds no. um sounds great and just beaming away, as we said earlier, beaming away. Okay, so we all love to know we've made a difference with people. So I'm guessing you've probably got some great stories. There was a startup company that moved in next door to our office there was the three founders to start with they were in a really small tiny shoebox office so first day in just popped in to say hello you know asked how they were doing they didn't even have any phone lines installed or anything they were using their mobiles so for those first six months it was just catching them in the break room saying a quick hello hearing about the product and what they do and it was really unusual it it kind of blew me away what they were all about so 
I think in those initial first few months, I genuinely built a relationship without any expectation of getting mm. business. That wasn't what it was about. I was really intrigued about their story, their journey, and their passion. And that's genuine. I don't want it to sound cheesy, but but that's that's genuine. So about six or seven months in, they asked me to recruit within the team. They didn't even have a job spec. They had no employment contracts. They didn't even have any set working hours. So initially, I gave them advice, not just around recruitment, but how to put a spec together, what to do with a contract, how to benchmark salaries. So it was so much more than just the recruitment bit. It was the advice bit as well. At that stage, it was about getting the right person for them, the right person that was going to stay within their team. They put me through my paces, I'm not going to lie, but... I challenged back with them as well. I pushed back and it was a learning curve for both of us, really. So if I fast forward a year on, I recruited two people for them within the business. They then secured external investments, which made them expand their office and their offer into the market. And then I'm going to fast forward another three years. I'm still working with them. Mm. They then had a team of 16 people. Uh, They had clients all over the world. I recruited 90% of their team for them. Minimal staff turnover, which I think in a new startup is really hard to find. Mm. And I think that's because we nailed getting the right person for them. So it felt like a journey for me as well. It didn't happen overnight. It wasn't a quick fix. Mm. It wasn't a quick bum on a seat. It took a lot of hard work on both sides. But I feel like I've built a really strong working relationship. It's been six years now in total I've known them for. So, yeah, I would say that's where maybe I've made a difference and one of my my favourite stories. Yeah, it's definitely a big success story, that, isn't it? And, of course, they're going to recommend you to other people, aren't they, based on on that, that you took the time out to get to, to know them. Yeah, so that's a great story, isn't it? And, and I guess that's a, quite a big thing then, isn't it? Because if particularly if people are sort of, you know, looking to employ their first person, that can be, go horribly wrong, can't it, if they haven't got great advice from someone like yourself? It can, it can knock their confidence as a business mm. owner as well. And they can wonder why they've got it wrong. And then it can, you know, it can affect, affect their next hire. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong, you, you know, you're going to have a, a small amount of turnover always. It just, you know, you're dealing with yeah. people. But I think those first few hires set the tone. And yeah. then as the business grows and changes, then the requirements change. But you want those people who will grow with you on that journey. I think that's yeah. the key thing. Yeah, because yeah, absolutely. And they're getting that specification right, as you say, is really important, isn't it? Oh, all very interesting. I'm learning loads here, by the way. It's all very fascinating <laughs> for me. <laughs> so when we start a business, Kerry, you know, well, we wear all the hats, don't we? We're like this, we do this, we do that. Some we're really comfortable with. There's other bits we're just not comfortable with at all. So what are your bits that you think, oh, I hate doing that? <laughs> oh, so I came from a business environment most of my working career where I had all those support functions at my fingertips. Mm. So we had a finance department, a HR department, a social media team. So going in completely alone, wearing all those hats, I'm not going to lie, it was daunting. And I think little Miss Imposter can chirp in every now and again, telling me that I can't do it. So for me, the biggest challenge is juggling everything and trying to see the wood from the trees at times. Mm. And the biggest bit is the techie stuff, I'd say. 
because that isn't kind of my strong point. So with me being nearly two years in, it's now taking a step back and thinking, right, it's time to call the experts in sometimes. Yeah. Put that investment in, get that right support network and just go for it. Because you just can't see it as a bottom line expense. It's got to be an investment for mm. you to free up your time, I suppose, and do what you do best. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely the techie stuff. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's not my biggest fan. <laughs> it's it really interesting it's i either get the answers i get generally at the techie stuff and do my accounts that's the other bit the other people say oh i hate doing that one. it's really funny okay so what about um a piece of advice you give somebody starting a business now what would that be but i'm going to be naughty and i'm going to give two so that's sorry okay. that's um, okay. <laughs> yeah so definitely don't let self-doubt and little miss or mr imposter get in your head that's just one big thing i'd say because i think it's really easy for us to let that happen especially in the current climate with what's been going on and you know there's so much noise out there i think you know that can be difficult one but also putting dedicated time aside to work on your business rather than just in it is another someone gave me that advice early on and I didn't listen to it because you're so you know you're so driven just to be in the business and and make it successful that you don't take a step back and work on it and I think we invest in loads you know we invest in loads of products within our businesses but we don't sometimes invest in ourselves yeah that's uh, the big second one for me, I would say. Yeah, great, great advice. Both great points there. So, so how did you? Was there anything that you can say to people like how you overcame the imposter syndrome yourself and it crept in? What did you do? Do you know what? I think it's surrounding yourself with genuine people mm. who are your little cheerleaders in the corner who are coming from a good place, and you get that kind of self-belief there that you know you can do it um and also from your clients and your you know your people you provide your services to you know getting some nice testimonials from them you know makes you realize i i can do this i I know what i'm doing so i I definitely say in trying to get feedback from your clients on a regular basis that's good or bad hopefully good all of the time and definitely surrounding yourself with the right people I would yeah. say who are from a good place. It's as you said to me, you know, what we, we should listen to the people that have either done it or understand where we are. Why would we listen to everybody when everybody hasn't been on the journey? So it is the right people around you. Yeah. And it takes a while to find those people, don't you think? It, it does. And, and also, so I reconnected with somebody who was my first boss in recruitment don't know whether I'm allowed to mention her or not. You can I'm, mention I'm her if you want to. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Christine Gilfoyle from Pip Legal, she was my first boss in recruitment. Mm-hmm. And we reconnected in lockdown. And we were both feeling a little bit lost. And, you know, goodness me, all the noise out there. Mm-hmm. And we helped each other on a weekly basis. Yeah. We had a little call each week. We gave each other advice, support, help. So she she works in the same space as me. Uh, but she's not a direct competitor of mine, but she works in my industry. So yeah. definitely collaboration with your competitors. Don't always see them as the baddie. No. They can be there and help you out as well. 
No, you're giving some great advice here, Kerry. There's a, a lot of learnings, isn't there, um, in those first early years? And you, it's only when you do some things that you actually come up with those solutions and you don't know till you try things, do you? But net, networking and surrounding yourself with people is, is, a, is a great thing, definitely in business. So what about either a great book or a podcast or something that you listen to that's been really inspiring for you? Oh, I'm cheating again. I'm <laughs> it's oh, I'm okay. I'm not good, am I? I'm not <laughs> good. I mean, the first one is, um, will it make the boat go faster? I've heard this one a few times. I really need to read it because I think you're about the third person who said it. By um, Ben Hunt Davis and Harriet Beveridge. But um, obviously it recounts Ben's Olympic journey and the rowing team. Mm -hmm. So what's really good about it is it recounts in each chapter about his story and the real life story. And then it kind of brings it into business and it helps a lot with self-belief, I think. That was my personal takeaway Mm. from it. You know, the, the mantra of if it doesn't make the boat go faster, then stop doing it and, and don't do it yeah. anymore. Do something else. Mm. It's it, it, it's 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 really good insight. And I like the fact that it's coming from somebody who's been an athlete and has a different take on it. But we can still use those messages in business. Yeah. So that, it's a really good one. And it's it's quite humorous in part. It's really real as well. It, mm. it feels real. So good. that one. And then the second one is a podcast, and it's Steve Bartlett, a diary okay. of a CEO. And he, I don't know whether you've heard of him before, whether you've listened to it. No, I haven't listened um, to him. He was a CEO of Social Chain. Um, he was a uni dropout. He was broke. He had no money. And then he created this wonderful company that was being super successful. And the podcast is just really real and really right. honest, and really yeah. authentic. And yeah, that's that's a really great podcast as well. Fantastic. I'll make a note of that one as well. There's some amazing people around, aren't there? I, I had the good fortune to spend a lot of time with Anita Roddick, who founded The Body Shop, and she was one of the most inspirational people I will ever meet. I know that without doubt. Just keeping it real as well, which makes it yeah. so much better, doesn't it? So wonderful. So we are heading to the last question now, and that is who you'd like to pay it forward to and why? There's, there were so many, it was really, really, really difficult. Mm. And I think during the you know the past 10 months, everything's gone online. I've met so many wonderful people mm. where my paths would never have crossed with them otherwise. Yeah. So I'm super grateful for that. And, you know, so for technology, I'm really thankful for. We've always had it at our fingertips. We've always had Zoom. We've mm. always had Teams. But... Uh, I'm going off on a tangent now, but I don't think we've always used it to no. full capability. But I'm going to name one person. Okay. Her name is Amanda Daniels-Allen from Cougar, and she's an integrated marketing expert. And I met Amanda just before lockdown, January this year it was, mm. at a face-to-face networking event. Who would have thought? We've yeah. not got that now. <laughs> no. it, it was my first event as a, my, as a business owner that I went to, so strangely i felt nervous Mm. and i walked into the venue and there was over a hundred people there and i just felt a little bit lost so i sat opposite amanda she gave me a great big smile and she just put me at ease straight away i don't know what it was she just put me at ease so we arranged a coffee when we could go for coffees Mm. to get to know each other a bit more and 
our first catch-up was about our whys, our journeys. We could have gone on for hours. You know, I was really blown away at how successful she's been in business and been doing it for so long for such a um, for her age. You know, it, it, it really blew me away. And a positive outlook was not forced or contrived. It come from a genuine place. There was no sales pitch. She was really honest with a great sense of humour and she just offered something a bit different for me. Really straight talking. She made me take a step back and look at my business offering. And I think without realising, I think she's a coach without realising it. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. <laughs> it's naturally. And during lockdown, she's kept me sane. We don't speak all of the time, but she's one of those people who's been my cheerleader who gave me self-belief mm. and to never compromise my standards and that I'm amazing at what I do. Mm. So that's what I'm super, super thankful for in Pay It Forward to Amanda. I'm Aww. very, very thankful. Thank you, Amanda, when you're listening to this. Oh, that's a great tribute to her. Gosh, she should be absolutely over the moon with that. I'm sure she will be. How wonderful. We were talking about, I've talked to previous guests about um, how people have an impact on our lives. and we don't. They don't always realise the impact that they've had, do they? Really don't. No. And equally, no. we, you know, the impact we have on other people without even realising it, which is, uh, it's, it's why this pay it forward is a really great thing to be able to do so there we are we're at the end of the show and it's uh, you've been a great guest and i know people now are going to be sitting here listening to this thinking so how do we get hold of kerry then so how are they <laughs> going to get hold of you <laughs> so a good old-fashioned way to start with on the phone so you can ring um the landline which is 0151 you've got our website um, www.beamrecruit.co.uk my linkedin profile we've got a linkedin page under beam recruit as well and obviously we're on twitter which is a beam recruit they're the yeah. best way you can get hold of us fantastic well you're a breath of fresh air kerry i have to say you really are she's beaming away as a company beam recruit <laughs> is that really <laughs> absolutely you've you put me at ease and it's been my wonderful first experience Good. So I was super, super grateful when you asked me before Christmas to come along. So That's thank really you pleasure. as well. Um, and thank you for being my guest today. Thank you, Elaine. You've been listening to Elaine Alberton. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to hear more small business owners talk about their business, why they started it and their learnings along the way, then you can subscribe to the shows via all the major podcast platforms to, to sum it up, pay it forward. My passion is supporting small business owners. I've created a free 10-minute audio book called Seven Things Accidental Salespeople Need to Know. To receive a copy of this book, just head to my website on www.tosummitup.com. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10-actions.